What's Up Wenatchee is brought to you in part by Homegrown with Brent and Nikki, the new morning show that's heard Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 Pacific Standard Time on Country 1047 KKRV. Homegrown with Brent and Nikki can be heard locally in the Wenatchee Valley at 1047 FM, online at KKRV.com, or through the Odyssey app. Hey, it's Nikki Darling with another episode of the What's Up Wenatchee podcast. Happy Apple Blossom, everybody. And I am hoping that you're not going to judge me too harshly for not being a Wenatchee native right now. But I have to tell you, I have lived in this area now for uh, eight years, six, seven, eight years. And I have gone through my education on the Washington Apple Blossom Festival. And uh, I am bought in to the importance that it has for our community. And I am happy to be able to sit down with the first lady of the Apple Blossom Festival, Darcy Christopherson, who has been working to put this thing together for a very long time now. And she not only gives us the rundown of everything that is going on as far as all of the uh, events that are planned, but also gives us an insight to how the festival is planned, everything that goes into it, all the time, energy, uh, effort that people put into it, and money that people donate to make this happen every year because it is such an integral and important part of our community. So Darcy, here we are again on the What's Up Wenatchee podcast. I don't know if you remember or not, but you were actually my first guest. I totally remember that. There was cameras here. It was was all crazy. Yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) There's not so much fanfare that, this time. That's okay. I'm that's sorry. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. But I'm I'm glad to have you here and you're in your nice Apple Blossom yes. Festival sweatshirt, yes. which is beautiful. Is this a, a new sweatshirt for this year? Yeah, so uh, this year we kind of took some old, well, not kind of, we did. We took some old logos that have been used in the past. So the one I'm wearing right now is from 1974. So we took that logo and took the, the date out and created a pink sweatshirt because everybody always wants pink. So we thought this was a good one for the pink sweatshirt. And then a, another one that we did, I think it was like probably in the early 80s. Uh, it's a Apple, total 80s looking logo with an apple with a bite out of it. And it says Apple Blossom Festival. So we did that one. And then we did one that is of an old Apple shipper box. So we got that from the Apple oh, Commission. Cool. And that has been a, well, I gave one to you. You did give so me one. So that's been a really big seller. So those these three sweatshirts will be available at the merchandise booth. But then, of course, you can go online to appleblossom.org and buy a wide variety of whatever with all these different logos. So I know that you are the face a lot of people know you as the face of apple blossom that apple blossom lady that's, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the that's apple used. blossom lady <laughs> but you have to have a team that works with you that helps you do all these graphics and figure out what <laughs> you're going to do as far as your uh, d- you have lots of merch that you sell mm-hmm. and the puzzles and the and the prints and everything. So who else? I mean, who else is on your team? Who else works with you? So I have uh, a office and events assistant that works all year round with me, uh, and then we have a part time book uh, bookkeeper. 
And uh, Jody Lau is the part-time bookkeeper. And Erin Boatwright is my assistant. And she's been with us since Festival 2019. So she's kind of never had a real festival. 2019 was our 100th. Yeah. So that was total craziness. And then we didn't have one in 20. And then last year, 2021, was, you know, different. Mm-hmm. And even the beginning of this year's festival was still COVID and different and weird. So poor thing hasn't had a normal festival yet. So she's really looking forward to 2023. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I have her and then our bookkeeper. And then I have an arts and crafts person that is just really here for the month of April. And then they also help us out in the office, you know, just to answer phones and, and be there. And that's Kelly Atwood. And then the rest of it is all ran by my board. We have a board of directors of 12 people. I have a director general that is the leader of the board every year. So it's always a different person every year. So everything is kind of tailored around what what our board of directors wants for that particular year. And then we just kind of follow suit. We have board meetings once a month. So we'll bring up ideas and bring up stuff at the board meetings. And then the board just kind of says yes or no. And then I after that, we have probably 25 chair people. So our board doesn't really chair any event. Sometimes members are chair people, but the rest of it is just done by chair people that do it year after year. So it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's such a big operation Mm -hmm. every year. I mean, it's a it's a number one festival in Washington State, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a lot to live up to every single year. And I love that you brought up that she's waiting for 2023. (laughs) Way back in 2019, right? We were all like, okay, 2020, it was just a dumpster fire of a year that we were all just waiting for to be over. And then we all thought 2021 was going to be better. And then here we are in 2022 going, all right, 2023. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, you know, for us, we, we, festival ends May 8th. I have critique meetings with all of the chair people from May 8th to May 18th. And then we have our big year in party on May 19th. And then we're on to 2023. I mean, we're, we got an auction that we're putting on in October pageant that we're putting on in February. So we really don't have a lot of time to relax a little bit. Yeah. Summer is a little bit more laid back. The The royalty go to the out-of-town festivals, so we have to organize them and get them all situated. But but summer is definitely our, our more quiet time. But we're still working on the, the next festival. Yeah. And, and people might be looking forward to 2023, but 2022 has a lot going on. It does. I mean, it is a full-fledged mm-hmm. 100% Apple Blossom Festival. You have the kids parade, the grand parade, everything is going on, all the entertainment, right? Yep. So let, let's do the rundown and like get people excited about this year's festival. Yeah, so everything is normal. One thing that has changed, but it's back to normal, is our carnival has moved to a different location. Okay. So our carnival is at uh, Wenatchee Valley Mall parking lot uh, where Sportsman Warehouse's parking lot is. So that's where our carnival will take place. And that starts on April 29th, and they open at 3 o'clock during the weekdays, 12 noon on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. And I think that's going to be an awesome location. We're super, super excited about it. There's yeah. tons of parking. It's just, you know, this is a Wenatchee Valley festival and really the only thing that takes place in East Wenatchee is the Classy Chassis Parade and then once in a while the girls will go over there the royalty will go over there for a service club meeting we do have some events at Bob's East but you know it's kind of cool that we're having this huge event I mean this is our number one event 
in East Wenatchee. So I hope that it could be a permanent location, but you never know oh, really? what's okay. what's going to happen for the future. You know, we used to always be down at Riverfront Park at the bottom of Fifth Street. We were there for 25 plus years. And it would be nice to also to get that location back. So my summer will be spent trying to figure out where the carnival will be because I we don't like this last minute stuff. Oh yeah, I bet not. Yeah, that was that was stressful. But but yeah, so everything's the same. You know, we have the Kiwanis Pancake Breakfast, which is on Grand Parade Day at Triangle Park. Uh, tickets for those are $5, I think. Uh, we have the Grand Parade and the Youth Parade. We'll have Youth Day, the Pepsi-Cola Youth Day on May 1st. So that's when Memorial Park is filled with over 4,000 kids and bouncy toys and giveaways. And it's such a fun day. It's one of my favorite days. Uh, then we have entertainment, like you said, all 11 days of the festival. So everything kicks off in Memorial Park on April 28th. So we'll have 11 a.m. We'll have our chief for a day. We have 19 food vendors. And then, of course, we have our, our very popular beer garden, uh, which opens at 4 o'clock during the week and then at noon on the weekends. And that beer garden is a fundraiser, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. And it's, again, our probably our number four event that, that we put on money-wise. Right. So they're, they're trying to beat the auction, uh, but it's not quite working out for them. But you never know. Someday it might. But it is pretty much, you know, a huge part of our festival. And it is so much fun. And our, our chairperson, Alex Haley. He's done a great he job. He has a wonderful yeah. team. He brings in these beer tenders that really just volunteer their time. They're teachers. They're, they, some of them live in Seattle. Some of them are attorneys that volunteer their time to work that beer garden. And that is just amazing when you think about it. I think there's probably 20 of them that do this. And we had a big beer orientation meeting last night. And it just always warms my heart seeing the wide variety of ages. You know, we had 70-year-olds to 23-year-olds that were at this meeting. And it really is a fun, fun thing to volunteer for. You get to see all kinds of people and it's really fun. And you get a really cool t-shirt. And I don't know if you were aware of this, but uh, Alex Haley, who Mm -hmm. works at the Numerica Performing Mm -hmm. Arts Center, they have a podcast of their own that they do. Oh, I didn't know that. Their podcast is called Back of the Pack. And it's hosted by Jay Woody Lotz, the executive director of the pack. And there was an episode where Alex was interviewed by Woody on the episode and he talked about being the the chairperson mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it was for the Apple Blossom beer garden and how he came upon mm-hmm. being asked by you to take that on when he was just I don't know 24 25 yeah. years old and how he didn't really know what he was doing at the time. You'll have to listen to the interview because yeah. he really attributes his success now in what he's doing at the pack and and everything in his career to saying yes to that opportunity when you asked him to do that, even Aww. though he had no idea what he was doing at the time and he was just frazzled and uh, scared and afraid, but he felt like he had your support and, and he went for it. Oh, and he did. You know, he just graduated from college and he went to school. It's a beer tending school over over in at Central and you know he he came to me with the idea and said you know wouldn't it be cool and I'm like let's do it so we just did it for one weekend uh-huh. you know to try it out oh my gosh it was so funny we had big old t- horse trough uh 
drinking water things filled with ice and the kegs were in the ice. Oh, goodness. And then it was muddy. Oh, my gosh. It was just so crazy looking back on that. And that was, you know, 10, 12 years ago yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's done a great job with it. And it is. It's a huge part of the festival. I mean, people love well the yeah. festival. We lo- love we the beer garden. People love our beer around here, yeah. of course. Which yeah. is a really cool thing that we created, too, is we have what we call a fast pass. So if you go online to appleblossom.org, there'll be a link. And you can, for $30, you get a fast pass, which gets you into the door so you don't have to pay a cover charge. Mm-hmm. And then you get a really cool pounder with our logo on it. And then you have a token, a beer token in there, and a T-shirt um, for 30 bucks. So you basically oh. get in. The only thing you have to pay There's for no is your beer. I know. That. And you can walk around with your pounder glass and have your pounder glass filled the whole time. Oh, there. Yeah. They're gone. They're, already, they're, we have 144 of them. They're done. <laughs> They'll be gone. Yeah, <laughs> the 144 down to zero. They're gone. Yeah, we yeah. did it last year just for the fun of it as a fundraiser, and we didn't even have a cup or a shirt, and we did it for like 20 bucks, and they were sold out in mm. in a day. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, that'll be a really fun addition to the beer garden. But oh, he's got all kinds of things up his sleeve. He has a gong. A big gong. Remember the gong show? Well, yeah, a what's big he going to do with a gong? Well, I think if you, you get to do the gong and you have to pay a tip for it, <laughs> he's got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So every he year. He has a lot of good ideas. Every year there's yeah. always something fun. Well, I always look forward to the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I, I love the en- I mean, I love it all. I love the parade. I love marching bands. Marching bands are one of my yes. favorite things to see Me in too. the parade. And I think they're way underrated. I think they are so hardworking. Yes. So I love I scream so loud for all those marching bands. But the entertainment on the on the stage is great because I get you get to see maybe different people that you mm-hmm. don't normally get to see yep. come through the area. And uh so is there anybody uh, that we should be keeping an eye out for in the entertainment stage? Yeah, the the weekend entertainment is really good. We really changed it up a little bit. Um, Aaron Crawford on April, I think it's April 30th. Yes, it's April 30th. Uh, Premier One Properties, mm-hmm. uh, they are sponsoring him. He's from Quincy. He's a country singer. And he's been around for a while, but he kind of is re resurfacing a little bit. Um, he is awesome. And then uh, Pre-Funk is back. They uh, have changed things up a little bit with their members, but they'll be the big Saturday on May 7th. Everybody loves them. Everybody loves yeah. them. Palmer Anthony will be back on on the 7th also. He, I think this is his third year, his band. Um, and they're from Texas now. They were in Nashville. Uh, now they're coming up from Texas just to be a part of the Apple wow. Blossom Festival. I know. It's pretty awesome. So I really encourage people to go to the weekend dates, the 30th and the 1st, or no, the 29th and the 30th and the 6th and the 7th. There's some really good, good stuff. Awesome. The Wenatchee Big Band's performing after the Youth Parade. So that's always fun. And Brent Rhodes' band, Whiskey Trail, will be participating. But we got some new people, which is kind of fun. Um, But then, of course, we have the Kevin Jones Band and Michael Carlos Band. And like I said, Pre-Funk and Loose Change and Junk Belly. All, all the locals will be there. All the ones that everybody loves. Everybody loves. Yeah. I mean, if we ever got rid of those, they <laughs> would be so sad. So, And all of them have a huge following, you know, so. Yeah. And that's another event that um, when I first started in 1995, we had nothing in that park except for the food. And then we would have arts and crafts on the big weekend. And a volunteer said to me, you know, we, sh-, it was actually Linda Hagelin and Vera Curtis. Mm-hmm. 
we need to do something. We need to have entertainment in there. So we built a wood stage that we put on top of the fountain and stored it for years. And we started the entertainment. So we did it like the big weekend only. Then we did the two weekends. And then we said, well, let's add lunch. And so now it's just become this huge, huge event. I went from like a, I don't know, a $5,000 budget to a $40,000 budget. Now we have lights and we bring in a stage and, you know, paying for the music, the, the sound. I mean, it's just totally different than what it was 25 years ago. Well. I, I really enjoy hearing the the evolution of it, yeah. you know, of the festival and how things have grown and changed, yes. you know, over the years. Uh, because I'm not originally from Wenatchee. I'm not originally from Washington State. I'm from the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And we don't have this where, right. where I grew up, right? So when I first moved here... I had I had to go through the apple blossom education. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, so the whole um, court, the apple blossom court, queen and princesses, and uh, and just to see how important that is to this community, to the town, to the culture, mm-hmm. and to the state, and ha- and all of that, and see how they they travel around. It's really impressive. Yeah, you know, uh, to, because it it just wasn't an option, you know, as a as a young woman growing up, mm-hmm. that wasn't something to aspire to, right? And and then now I get to meet the all of the girls who come in. Mm-hmm. I get to interview them and talk to them, and uh, it and to see what their motivations are for trying out for this. And it's not just the scholarship money; no, that's great no. too. But they they really are invested in what it means to be part of Apple Blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you find that too? Oh, absolutely. Yes. No, it, the, 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 the royalty program is, is great for these young ladies, no matter what level you participate in, because it really just kind of teaches you that there's another world out there mm-hmm. that I can do this. I can get in front of all these people and, and give a speech. I can do whatever and then I'm ready to go on to college. I think that's one thing with these girls is is when they before they decided to run, they could they college kind of freaked them out a little bit. And mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, pff, that'll be a piece of cake. So, but we are very blessed that we still have this tradition. I mean, a lot of festivals don't have their royalty program anymore. A lot of festivals don't travel with their float anymore, and we are just determined to never let that go. And again, it's our community loves the royalty program so much and loves the Apple Blossom Festival so mm-hmm. much that we're able to, you know, build a float. We have a float that costs dollars to do it and it costs a lot of money to send these people to these out-of-town festivals. But we totally believe that we need to continue promoting Wenatchee and and make Wenatchee proud and let all these other communities see that we still got it and and we're an awesome festival and we want you to be one too. Yeah. And I talked to, uh, even though we coming full circle now, this was our, this was my first interview for What's Up Wenatchee. But since then, I've done a lot of interviews with mm-hmm. a lot of different organizations and nonprofits in this community. And uh, the one thing that I'm seeing is kind of this thread that goes through is uh, a lot of the executive directors and presidents of these n- nonprofits, they find that the community sometimes takes for granted that they exist, right? that they're here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just don't ever, I don't, don't ever want to see that happen with Apple Blossom because people 
just always expect it to be here year yep. after year after year with the same enthusiasm, same spectacular spectacle that we have every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does take the community to support it mm-hmm. and oh. and fundraise and and put that money back into putting the fl- mm-hmm. you know having the floats and supporting the girls and and getting all these things here. So other than you have the beer garden and it, you do the auction, what are some other ways that people can support the festival well we have sponsors uh that is really where the festival gets a lot of their dollars and 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 that's where the festival got their dollars early on it was only done by sponsorships so of course we have the big guys you know that give us anywhere from five to ten thousand dollars to to sponsor an event but then we have the the smaller group which we call our member sponsors and they donate up to fifty thousand dollars so we have many people that donate $50 a year and they've been doing that for 50 years but it it adds up you know to be $50,000 yeah. and and that's huge and that's a way that many people can get involved all the time every year cuz once you sign up then we invoice you every year until you tell us not to sure <laughs> so smart uh, yeah so that you know one thing about it is that covid was horrible and it, you know it was not good for anybody but one thing that COVID did for us, as far as our board and our staff, is it made us very humble. It was like, wow, people really do love this. They mm-hmm. really do love this festival. And it kind of made us want to work even harder to have a festival and to make it an awesome one for people. Because, you know, we've been doing this. I've been doing this for 25 years. So it's like I just kind of go through the motions sometimes. But the last few years, it's like, okay, this is this is awesome and we need to keep doing it and we need to create new ideas. Yeah. And that's really how we have survived too is our board, the majority of the people on our board are under 30. And it's because they have the new ideas and they know what they want the festival to be for their children. Yeah. So we've really been working hard to create new ideas or, or keep some of it and change it up a little bit. Um, but that was really interesting for all of us when we all wanted to just be done when people are like, no, you need to keep going. We got to keep this festival going. And that's when people just kept on, you know, giving us their dollars or not, not or saying, you keep it. You need to keep the lights on. We support Apple Blossom. Not one person asked for their money back. Oh, my not goodness. one business, Amazing. not one person you know, auction items that we weren't be able weren't able to fulfill because they couldn't go to a be you know a, yeah. a bed and breakfast because of COVID, and we're like, oh, we're so sorry. It's all right. It's okay. It's it's all good. You know, it was just it's so amazing, absolutely amazing. The true spirit of community comes out mm-hmm. in those times. Yeah, you know, not not when we're at our best. Yes, it's when we're really trying to scrape by that you you feel that sense yeah. of community and. We have felt that the past couple of years. So it is nice to be able to kind of celebrate that now, come back out and celebrate it. And you totally feel it. I mean, I've been, you know, running around, dropping off corporate bags and dropping off pictures and everybody's just so excited. Yeah. Although they all are saying, I'll be seeing you in the beer garden with my snowsuit on because it's been so cold. It is a little bit cold. But we have lots of sweatshirts. Yes. So sweatshirts (laughs) are for sale. Yes. (laughs) And they look pretty awesome. I can guarantee you that. I, I can vouch for that. Uh, and we uh, and we will be in the parade. We're very excited yes. to be in the parade this year. So when can people start putting out their chairs? You can't put out your chairs until midnight Friday, 
um, April 29th. Then it's right before the youth okay. parade. So once your chair's out, you can keep it out through for the grand parade. Perfect. So if you go to both parades, you just put it out for the youth parade and leave it. And but yeah, it's that Friday. Well, of course the they're going to put it out for the youth parade and just yeah. keep it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. They a lot of people do that. A lot of yeah. people do that. Uh, so what else? What else am I missing? We have the the carnival, the food, the entertainment, the beer, the parades. Yep. And the pancake breakfast is pancake back breakfast. at Triangle Park. Uh, everything is back. Pre-parade bracelets. So if you like to hang out and uh, check out all the, the, the floats and eat at the pancake breakfast, we really encourage people to get their bracelets for $5 and, and watch the, okay. the parade from the bleachers at Triangle Park. Uh, again, I really encourage people to go online to appleblossom.org because everything is on our website. But also our souvenir program came out in the Wenatchee world. Yes. Uh, and there's a lot of people that don't like to do websites and they may not get a souvenir program. So we are totally open to mailing them to people. So if they want them, um, please give us a call and we'll be okay. happy to stick one in the mail to you. Uh, we try to get them off to all of the nursing homes and the retired retirement homes so they can have them and then, uh, you know, to the hotels and all that. So that's what we're doing right now is dropping off our souvenir programs. All but, right. And we have our app too, uh, which is sponsored by Crunch Pack. So that's another way that you can check out everything that's happening with Apple Blossom. Wow. You are covering every generation, <laughs> yeah. every medium. <laughs> You you got it. So uh, appleblossom.org or get the paper souvenir program mm-hmm. or what is the phone number that they can call you to if they need it mailed? 509-662-3616. All right. Darcy, thank you so much. Thank you. It's always nice to have you in here and just a staple of, you know, of this town and and uh, of the festival. And we're really excited for it this year. So yes, thank you again for taking a few minutes. I know there's a lot of information. And if anybody listening doesn't remember any, uh, you know, anything, <laughs> remember appleblossom.org. That's right. And our souvenir program. Everything's in there. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. What's Up Wenatchee is now in its second season. It's so exciting. Thank you so much for listening and all of your support up to this point. If you're from a business or an organization or nonprofit and would like to be a part of the podcast, we're booking now for interviews and guests up until July. What's Up Wenatchee is produced and distributed by the Darling Podcast Network. To hear all of the episodes or if your organization or business is interested in developing a podcast, visit Darling Podcast. That's darlingpodcasts.com.